Hey guys, and welcome to On Set with Errol Koenig. I'm Errol Koenig. Today we have a very special guest, Kristen Shrek. Kristen is a script liaison. Now, you might not have heard of this position before, but that's because it's a relatively new position that has only appeared in a few films. And in our conversation, we're going to learn all about it. Now, I hope you enjoy my interview with Kristen Shrek. Hey, Kristen. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for participating in my podcast. Um, so you are the script liaison on the uh, mm-hmm. it's the movie we're working on right now. Uh, please just kind of explain what you do. I am the script liaison, which essentially means I deal with all of the like secure document uh, printing, watermarking, and distribution and tracking. Essentially, it's a job that's evolved on these bigger budget films that have more of a confidentiality in which we take any document that has any kind of plot point, character, description, anything that could possibly be compromised, and it all has to be watermarked, first of all. Um, Usually no one's allowed to take it with them. It has to be checked in and checked out daily. And then I also deal with online distribution with our secure file network sharing site. Awesome. Um, So... Uh, I guess, you know, you've worked on a bunch of films, uh, you know, ranging uh, from a couple smaller things while you were in college to, you know, PAing on Star Trek Into Darkness and The Amazing Spider-Man and even on Tomorrowland, uh, you were one of the assistant production coordinators. Um, so I, I guess on the different, you know, out of those, what was your favorite? Um, probably I worked on Batman vs. Superman and I was... credited as a production secretary but um, my job was really more of like what I'm doing now which is the script liaison role and kind of an assistant coordinator role what was great about was that was that I got to start in the office in super early prep when they were still in development and work on that film for nine months before we even started shooting and then go travel with them to Detroit travel with them to Chicago New Mexico and really just be a part of the whole process and see how it came together and actually be involved with, you know, the whole crew. And I did uh, all of the distribution for documents and all of the secure printing. And it was, it's just a very interesting, rewarding experience to work on that film. How did you prepare for, you know, what you do now? Um, well, because this is such a different job position and it's obviously one that you don't see on every film and it's it's mm-hmm. very new it's kind of like re- it's like about like inventing the process and figuring out what works and what doesn't what parameters people can work within and what are just too much of a stretch like so how much security can you actually put on something before you're hindering the work process mm-hmm. which is such a fine line on these films and it is a lot of a struggle especially coming to Canada and working on a film it's you notice the divide a lot more because a lot of people haven't seen these kind of strict working environment like parameters so mm. like not talking about the film using code names not posting to social media even if it is something as simple as like oh set hashtag set life you know it's just it's it's about treating the project as something that's top secret mm-hmm. which a lot of people have a difficulty like time grasping Mm-hmm. And also realizing that you're going to be on a film where not everyone reads a script. not Like, you're not just going to get a schedule handed to you. Nothing's, like, it's it's going to make the job a little bit harder for everyone else. But as long as you're willing to work with the producers and 
and the security, you can get what you need. No one's going to stop you, but it is really hard for people to wrap their heads around the fact that they're not going to get a call sheet every day mm-hmm. or that sides aren't readily available because that is such a new and extreme way of doing things. Wow. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's really interesting, especially because it's such a new, uh, you know, job in the industry, you know, how so few films uh, have anything, you know, remotely near this because, you know, on, yeah. you know, such big films. I first started when I, I first saw the, the remnants of this when I started on S- The Amazing Spider-Man, which was the Andrew Garfield reboot, which shot in 2008. And that was my first film. And even on that film, we thought we were being super secure with, you know, printing on secure paper, watermarking, and, and destroying stuff. But I look at the way we did that film, and I look at how we're doing this film, and it's, you know, there's such a divide. Like, you start to see more of it, like, on Star Trek Into Darkness. Like, J.J. Abrams is known for having really big security and doing all the coding and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot more of that there where you check the sides in and you're doing all that kind of watermarked call sheets and stuff like that and then you know working on Tomorrowland we also were trying to keep the script a secret just because it was original content and it was something mm-hmm. that like David Lindelof was working on with Brad Bird that was you know they didn't even want the the plot of the movie like the that we were working on a movie about a part of the park that was a big top secret mm-hmm. thing yeah so going from all the, like, so I had a good introduction to all this stuff, and then going into Batman vs. Superman, which was, like, absolutely nothing, the most strict, people couldn't take scripts home, it, you know, it had to be read in the studio, it was just, like, such an extreme step. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess let's, you know, turn to, I guess, how, uh, how you got your start uh, in the industry. How'd you... Yeah, I guess, where'd you get your start in, in film? Well, I um I grew up in Los Angeles, so I was always around it, and I always saw it. So it was always something that I was constantly surrounded by and I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I went to school, and then by the time I was in high school, I knew I wanted to do film. And went to a film school in a, a school called Chapman University in Orange County. Heard of that. Yeah, it's a great, it's an amazing film school, and it's a highly underrated film program. They're really good about teaching hands-on, and it's small, so you get an intimate experience with your teachers, and you can really work on your projects and learn a lot. And from there, I just, I went in as a TV production student, but ended up doing a lot of uh, film production and producing and stuff like that. So from there, I got my first internship from a professor, mm-hmm. which was The Amazing Spider-Man. So I got that internship right as I was finishing up my last semester, and that turned into a job. So from that internship, I worked for free for six months, and that was just about the time they started shooting, and I was brought on as the director's PA. Okay, cool. And then from there, I just kind of, once you can get your foot in the door, mm-hmm. you can keep nudging it in there. That's great. Uh, would you recommend that path, like going to film school and... You know, honestly, I, I know a lot of people who have sidestepped that approach, and, and I think that that's great, and if you can, that's awesome, but I, I really haven't seen anyone that's gotten anywhere without having a contact of some kind, because you have to, you know, as much as you hate to say that you need to know someone, you do, and the benefit of going to a film school is that it prepares you for being on set, which is mm-hmm. amazing, and, and you really get familiar with the paperwork and the ideas and the concepts, and just like the, you know, the relationships you'll build and the dynamics. And you, your teachers are contacts and they, they work very hard to get you internships, which if you take the opportunities that are allotted to you, you can really excel and go far with it. Yeah, that's great. Um, so-
So I, I guess, you know, throughout your journey, uh, what person, I guess, influenced you the most uh, throughout your career up to now? Hmm. Uh, my first boss was on The Amazing Spider-Man. It was the director's assistant, Bea. She was really amazing about taking me under her wing and, and really telling me what I was doing right, what I was doing wrong, how I could improve, and was very good about being, like, rewarding. Like, if I did something right, she was very adamant about being like you're doing great if I just been wrong she'd be like no don't do that and I think that that dynamic of like because she was a very impressive woman who was very hardworking and she did an amazing job and I wanted to you know work hard mm -hmm. to impress her and make her happy hey great um so let's see uh so uh let's see um how about this uh you know as her you know as a script liaison um, that's, it's, you know, it's a great position, um, but where do you see it leading to, I guess, in the future? Uh, well, the ultimate goal is to produce, and, you know, I've, I've dabbled in a couple of things, like whether it be being an assistant or, you know, being on set in an assistant role or even being in the office, and it's really hard to kind of climb the ladder from a production office standpoint. It's kind of gets stagnant, mm -hmm. but um, that's... It, I kind of fell into this weird side thing where I'm dealing with the script and the storyboards and the schedules and getting mm -hmm. to like really interact with producers and the director and writer. And so it, it kind of gets you more involved in that world of it all, which is nice. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where the next step is, but somewhere in the, the production but world. But on the path towards, you know, producer. That's the goal. Okay, great. But, all right. Um, so let's, you know, change it up or coming to a close uh so i guess as you know a script liaison maybe ultimately producer um what are a couple must-see uh movies that you would recommend to a you know student or a filmmaker that they should watch and why oh that's a very hard question um like from an artistic standpoint from you know really any standpoint where you know if you saw a movie it's like wow this is a great movie i'm sure you know at either like as a you know producer that's really interesting or if you you know saw it and something really spoke to you artistically um i would say anything anything that's tarantino or wes anderson is always amazing to see because mm -hmm. of the art aspect of it but yeah uh if you've ever, if you're a film student, uh, obviously the big ones to see are Citizen Kane and that other shit. Um, but I think that Lost in La Mancha is perhaps the best production movie documentary that you mm -hmm. can see, and that gives you a really eye-opening and accurate look at what a disaster the film industry can be, okay. which helps prepare you. Okay, great. All right, so final question: uh, What advice? do you have for a young filmmaker? Just start, if, especially if you're a filmmaker on an artistic front, just start doing it. It's true for, I've seen it, I have a lot of successful friends that have come out of film school and they just, they freelance and they, they make stuff and they're good at it and people buy it. And it's amazing to see and witness. And if that's what you want to do, just don't stop and work hard. Work very hard. Because there's someone that's right behind you that's willing to work just as hard, if not harder. Okay. Alright, well great, thank you! So that was my interview with Kristen Shrek. Thanks again to Kristen for an amazing interview. If you like the podcast, don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud, and give us a good rating. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on set.